Welcome to this week's episode of Chingasso's Combat Crew, your one-stop shop for all your combat news. Thank you for tuning in. We got a banger of an episode. We got Canelo versus Charlo updates, UFC news, rumors, who's number one, Gordon Ryan versus Patrick Aguil. One fight night bangers from, you guessed it, Friday, Friday night. night, Fonzo. I got my boy Fonzo here. Fonzo, how you doing, bro? Doing good, man. Sunday fun day. I know listeners out there are going to be listening to Monday, so I hope you guys are having a good start to the week. Um, yeah, let's get in some combat news, man. What's going on? Tell us. Get us up to speed, oh, Frank. Bro, check it out. What do we got? Let's start it off. You know how we'd like to do it. We'd like to have a little bit of fun here, and I found back-to-back uh, band videos made by bands making videos of their favorite fighters. Started it off with none other than Arkansas zone, Bryce Mitchell. Check this out, Fonzo. Bryce Mitchell can pretty much take on anybody. And that includes <laughs> the devil. The <laughs> devil, Bryce Mitchell, ready to take him on. I thought that was super pretty funny. But also, dude, check this out. Five oh, rounds. Can, can you imagine him and Team T-Ball fucking joining forces? Unstoppable. Unstoppable. Dude, check this out. This was made by MMA Worlds, and it's just called Round 5. So it's just like clips of the beginning of Round 5s of all these, like, dudes that are, like, cross, putting the line in the sand and ready to go to war. Dude, look at this. Damn. Volk looked like it was Round 1. I know. He's the <laughs> only one who looks fresh. Everyone else is all fucked up. <laughs> Look at John Jones. John Jones looked like he, a toothless <laughs> maniac over there. Super good video, though. So shout out. Follow this dude, MMA Worlds, with a double Z at the end, Fonzo. All right. All right. Let's get into the this week's news. You know our favorite topic. This guy just gives us content to talk about week in and week out. You're the real MVP, Dana White, but not this time. Because they're crossing the line again, Fonzo. This has been coming about in the works for a while, but it's going down like in less than two weeks. ESPN Plus rates going up again. Dude, when this first started out, I think it was like $6.99 yeah. or $4.99. And then they did the cool. UFC deal. And, and then, then they checked the and then they jacked well, up the price a little bit. I was, but I was like, it's cool because they're giving us UFC now. And then they haven't yeah. been giving us anything extra, and the price has just been going up and going up. Are you a uh, subscribing member of this? I am, and it's Me bullshit, too. man. And here's the deal. I, I, for a little while, it was kind of worth it because you could get a bundle. I think it was ESPN Plus. You get Disney Hulu. Plus, and you get, uh, yeah, um, Hulu, all, all three of them together for like 15 So it was kind of like, cool, little bundle because you get a little bit of everything. But – yeah, this is just – and then the other thing is the other two went up too. Yeah, so, everything. Yeah, so it's just – it's crazy. And I know it's not Dana White. that He's not making this happen because he has no control over ESPN. That's, you know, that's that's a network. But, but still, if man. Say like, hey, guys, how about we do this instead of this? I mean, it's only yeah. a dollar, right? It's only a dollar, but still, like. But then the, the other shit is, man, you have to subscribe to ESPN Plus to watch the pay-per-views. So you're paying the, the subscription fee, yeah, above the do pay-per-view. They, do they still do where they give you ESPN Plus for free for a year if you buy a pay-per-view? I remember they would do that for a while. I don't know. I, I haven't seen that for a minute, though. 
Yeah, but I don't know. I man. just wanted to talk about this, man. I thought it was super shady considering my ESPN subscription ends on October 14th, two days Maybe. after the renewal. So guess what? I, I'm not even going to get one more year at the old price. If if my subscription would have renewed October 11th, I would have got the 99.99. But no. Yeah. They're like, how can we screw Frank and Chingasso's combat crew over? Here we go. <laughs> Dirty dogs. All right, dude. Last night, the Canelo fight went down, and supposedly they brought in a buttload of money. So Showtime, Steven Espinosa came out on media day. I think this was Thursday, and dropped this big, juicy bit of information. He says, this event on Saturday night will generate a gate of over $20 million dollars. That's a rare feat in combat sports. This will be the third time in the last six months that we've done a gate of $20 million. To put that in perspective, UFC has never done a gate of $20 million in its entire history. We've done it three times since April. Damn. Bro. So you know our boy had to snap fire back. Yeah. You know it. The volcano that is Dana White was like, <laughs> Don't trust China. <laughs> so this is Dana White firing back at uh, Espinosa. He says, that's exactly the type of re response I would expect from that weasel Espinosa. That scumbag has absolutely nothing to do with the success of Canelo, Ryan Garcia, and Terrence Crawford. Those guys are megastars, and they are the ones responsible for driving the gates in their fights. For him to even try and take any credit at all, Shows you exactly what an arrogant, delusional piece of shit that guy is. For this clown to talk about levels is hilarious. The production of the fights on Showtime is an embarrassment, and I have been saying that forever. He's a little guy with a big yap and is a complete phony. I'm not at all surprised this is the end for them. It should have come way sooner. Sorry to see you go, Weasel. Enjoy your retirement. Dana White. So he sounds Damn. a little salty, bro. Yeah, he is. I mean, considering he does he does similar shit, man. Like he he he'll he takes responsibility or he takes um not Great. responsibility, but credit for, for his fighter successes and he yeah. builds it into the contracts, right? Yeah. Like if you do anything above, then I I need a cut because I made you essentially. So come on, Dana White. It's kind of like the chicken who came first, the chicken or the egg. Like, you know, and we had this conversation with cousin Ant before, you know what I mean? Like cousin Ant's like well, the fighters wouldn't have the platform if it weren't for UFC, which is true. But that UFC wouldn't have the eyeballs on it if the fighters weren't doing what they were doing in the cage, right? So right. it's a little bit of it's a little bit of both. I mean, could like could Conor McGregor have been Conor McGregor in one championship or in Bellator? I don't know, man. We'll we'll never know. But the facts are that neither one can survive without the other. So for them to lowball and do what they're continuing to do and not give the payday, doing, even if that was the reason, I mean, I don't know if you heard, but Showtime is getting out of boxing at the end of this year. So oh, I no, know. I didn't. Is that what he was talking about? The whole retirement thing? Or your retirement. Yeah. So I don't yeah. know if uh, the reason they're getting out is because they're, they're not making money anymore or they, their model doesn't work for them. Uh, I don't know. But you do know that boxers do get paid a little bit better than MMA fighters. Yeah, they do. And a person that was fighting for better pay and more of it was this guy, Mark Hunt. So Mark Hunt had been 
ended up filing a lawsuit against the UFC way back in 2016, and it finally did its, I don't know, made its rounds or it worked its way up, and the judge was finding like, yo, dude, no, sorry. So apparently Mark Hunt was suing the UFC because Mark Hunt said that the UFC knowingly put him up against Mark Hunt at UFC 200, knowing that Brock Lesnar was juiced to the gills with roids. And the judge was like, all right, prove it. And he was like, look at his pictures. (laughs) Okay, what else? Look at his pictures. I guess that was basically all he was going by was like, look at his pictures. Kind of (laughs) like. It's like, dude, how are you going to win a multi-million dollar lawsuit with Instagram pics? I don't know, man. It's just. That's that's uh, what's his name? Gordon Ryan logic. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. Gordon Ryan was his lawyer showing up with those pants that hang out over his shoes, kind of like you knew it was all bad, bro. You know, it was all bad. So got tossed out and now it's done. It's a done deal. He can't bring it. He can't do it again. So Dana White's like, all right, bro. Man, they didn't have you saw the testing back then either. No, they did. They did. No, they did. But there's like a stipulation where like if you had been in the pool but you hadn't been out for a specific amount of time, you don't have to test right away. So oh. like with Connor, he'd been out past that window, so that's why he had to get tested and do the six-month window. But Brock, and I can't remember who else was the other guy. There was another guy who, who it might have been like Ubering before or something like that. There was somebody who, who was able to fight. Uh, oh, you know who it was? It was CM Punk, I think. Mm. For some reason, CM Punk had to, didn't have to get tested before. All right, bro. Our boy signed to fight none other than the nomad shop caught Rachmanov last week, right? Right. And he went the MMA hour with Ariel Helwani. And he dropped a juicy bit of information that like we probably can figure it out by now. But he said that he wanted because remember how Ian Gary was calling out Wonder Boy? Yeah. He was like, nah, man, I don't I don't want that fight. That fight don't do nothing for me. He said. That he either wanted Rachmanov or he wanted Kamaru. And okay. they said Kamaru got a fight already. So then this dropped. Our boy Bilal Muhammad signed to fight, but he hasn't said against who. All he said oh, was, sure. Hey, I signed a fight. And then Spinning Backfist tweeted out, Is it Kamaru? And then, like two days later, Wonder Boy's on the podcast and he's like, Hey, they already said Kamaru's got a fight. So could mm. it be, could the pieces be falling into place and could it be Bilal and Kamaru? Dude, that's going to be a title, a number one contender. Yeah. And honestly, this this fight does make sense. Bilal yes. and Kamaru. So, yeah, I, I hope that that's exactly what it is because that, that just makes perfect sense for the division. Yep. With Leon fighting Colby soon, you know, yeah. I, w- I would imagine like, since they didn't say who he's fighting yet, they obviously hasn't said haven't said when. So this fight could go down this January, February, early right. quarter one, and then set up uh, a welterweight championship fight like late quarter one, early quarter two. You know, like April, May ish, maybe. Right. The pieces are starting to fall into play, dog. Speaking of pieces, what about this banger, dude? Piotr Jan fighting Song Yudong December 9th. I believe that's going to be a fight night. 
Yeah. Yeah. This is Dana White giving me a last minute birthday gift. And you know what? I appreciate it. I appreciate you, Uncle Dana. Thank you. I'll take it. I'll take it. Who you got in this one, dude? I mean, it's a long ways out. Dude, Don I don't know, man. It. Song Yudong. Hey, he's been looking good, man. The donkster has been donging it out. If you, you know, <laughs> doing his thing, just putting it out there, laying it out. Just donging the, it out there. All in his juiciness. And I, you think he's going to be able to put it on Yon or can Yon handle the dong? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, yeah, I, this is gonna be a tough, a tough one, man, for me to. Because I look, I prior to to Piotr fucking going on his losing streak. I mean, he's look how dominant was he? You know what I mean? Like, and I kind of thought he beat Sugar, dude. So I don't know. I mean, that was yeah. a close fight. You know what I mean? It, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but and so I, I don't know. I, I just I, honestly, right now, if. I, I don't care what the outcome is. Yes. You know what I mean? I, it's one of those fights that I'm just, I know I'm just going to enjoy watching the shit out of it. Yes. It's, it's, it's just, like, yeah. Like the yeah. boys just called and they're like, yo, we got pizza and beer. You're not asking what kind of pizza and beer. You're just like, yes. Yeah. I'm yeah. on the way. You don't even ask what, what else is going on. Boys, Send location. Pizza, beer, you're done. Let's go. Right? Send location, bro. Yeah. Send location. All right, bro. Next fight announcement because it's almost like, we're starting to turn the corner into 2024, and things are looking good, bro. Like, you need to go get your sunglasses, Fonzo, because the future is looking bright, my man. Volkanovski tweeted this. January sounds good to me, dog, but he didn't say who. Does that mean Ilya? Because it's not going to be Islam. So most likely, it's got to be Ilya, right? Yeah. Well, who, who else could it be? Let me look at the division. So we got. It's not going to be Max. No, yeah, it's not going to be Max. Um, shit, where is he? Yeah, not Yaid. Yeah, he wouldn't fight Yaid right, right away. Uh, Brian Ortega's injured. Arnold Allen. Arnold Allen. I didn't he just is he coming off of a win or did he, or was his last fight the loss to Max? Uh, I want to say see. he won one more time since then, but I think he needs another. Oh yeah, he lost. He lost to Max. Yeah. yeah. See? So yeah. he's gonna need another. Will be it. Yeah. Next lot so, of choice, I guess, is Ilya. No. Yeah, I think that's it, man. I don't see anybody else in the top five that he could be fighting. And he's not gonna fight anybody outside the top five. I think like nobody's yeah, earned no. it to to jump that that high. If you look at the rest of the rankings. Yep. Wow. Yeah, it's gotta be Ilya, dude. I'm, I'm for it. I'm for it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it'll be a good I, fight, it's not but a I fight we want it, but it's right. a fight that it, it piques my interest. You know what I mean? Again, it, it'll be it. interesting for sure. Yeah, I don't see, I don't see um, Ilya. Winning. Yeah, like a lot of people are kind of PO'd at the Leon and Kobe fight. I'm one. I'm also, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not really. It doesn't. It it doesn't. It's not at the top of my list, but it's going to be on, so I might as well enjoy it. You know what I mean? Right. Kind of like this. And you yeah. never know, man. It's always those fights that you don't expect anything. When you those are the upsets. It, dude, this could be it. This could be – this could have upset written all over it because you know Volk has just been talking about Islam. Right. So right. he could totally be looking at that.
All right, bro. I missed spoke last week when I was talking about Alex Pereira being added to this car. I was just caught up in the moment, bro. The motions got the best of me. My bad. That's going to be UFC 295, Afonso, Madison Square Garden. Wow, so Alex Pereira and Yuri under fighting underneath John Jones and uh, Stipe. So that'll be co-main event and main event. So that's here we have the official poster for UFC 294 going down in Dubai. Looks pretty sweet, no? Dude, this is going to be pretty fucking good. Uh, yeah, dude. I, it's interesting, man, because these, these – you got to see how their styles are going to match up. You're going to see. Do you think you're going to see a lot of ground, a ground game from Oliveira in this one? I think he's going to try to avoid it. You but you so? know how he always fights, dude. He, like he don't care. Yeah, he don't care. He'll throw shots knowing that he's going to get taken down just because. But I mean, look and look what happened last time he got taken down. Like, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know if he was in his own head because he just it did. He didn't seem like the same Charlie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is good, man. I, I it's gonna be a tough one, dude. But I, I I'm going for Charlie on this one. I'm rooting for him. Word, word. I, yeah. What about the, what, what do you think is Polo and Jamaya fight, dude? The closer we get to that, yeah, the less I'm hearing about Polo, the more I'm thinking he's training for this, man. Because you know Chamayev is, is like a werewolf, bro. He's ready to go. Yeah, he's like Jet Li in that movie with the with the dog collar. Just take the <laughs> collar off. He's ready to go, bro. So you think Polo is gonna be able to you think he's got a chance here, or like a real chance of winning? Definitely, dude, definitely. Because Polo, remember Polo? I mean, and this was a long time ago, but Polo went up against a prime Yoel Romero when Yoel was steamrolling everybody, bro. Yeah, but he doesn't have the wrestling that, that Chimaev does. I think Yoel's wrestling is better than Chimaev's. It was even more so. explosive. Yeah, I think so. But he never really used it to keep people down that much like it was more of like i'm gonna at use that time yeah. he was if you remember he would be okay. he would use his maybe i'm remembering it differently to take people down and he would surprise people because people would think he was gonna shoot in and he would just like uh who's that guy that used to fight at 170 back in the day and before usada came johnny hendrix remember mm -hmm. when johnny hendrix learned to load up on his punches and he just started dropping fools yeah that was like Yoel, bro. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm excited to see it, man. On paper, it should be a good matchup, right? Unless Chimaev does what I mean. But look at dude. Look at what Durinho was able to do. That's Durinho true. Durinho was able to take him three rounds, and yeah. he even dropped Chimaev at yeah. one point. You know what I mean? So, all right, bro. Check this out. Our boy again. Got the victory ripped out of his hands by an inexperienced ref. Or did he, bro? Check this out. Here's a different angle of the Edgar Chaitis fight taking on Daniel De Silva. Check it out. He looks out, bro. He looks like he's on his tippy toes and Edgar's holding him up. The only thing I don't understand is how was he able to, I mean, he was leaning on the cage. Right? Like, look, he wakes up and his butt is on the cage. So he could have been supported by the cage. That's why he didn't fall down. Yeah, I don't... It's... I don't know, man. It Look, okay. Let, let's take a little bit of a pause here. because Just because this is a deal. So, 
I can see what the rep was saying here, right? Like I, I, can, right. I get it. Lip. All right, this is Samuel Lamp. Yeah, from his from this angle, and this is kind of where the ref is looking at it from. It kind of does seem like it's done. But the problem is, if you go back and review the tape and you see a different angle, maybe he's not out. The biggest problem for me isn't isn't whether he was out or not. Like, cause yeah, I, I get both sides, but biggest problem for me is that you can label this a no contest which is we were just talking about last time where we could just go ahead and restart the match you know what i mean yeah. fine you, yeah. you know you That's review that the play new rule that just came into effect yeah they put it in no yeah it, it's you know like in football you throw a flag on the play you review it you figure it out and then you you, you do over the game. yeah let's go yeah. so if that if that would have happened i wouldn't have been mad at it but the fact that this just was no contest it just yeah that's I, what upsets me the most dude because it was yeah. out of his hands you know what i mean like let yeah. the, like a ref should be invisible until he's needed you know what i mean right. and he really wasn't needed yet you know what i mean like dude let it like it's not like he's breaking his arm you know what i mean like the, if someone's getting their their arm bent in a way that dude they're not going to be able to keep training tomorrow because it's about to break you got to stop that right that's career threatening but in this case if you let the choke go for two three more seconds he's gonna be passed out and then he's gonna wake up in a few seconds yeah it sounds kind of cold-blooded but he's gonna be completely fine yeah right and no one's right. gonna and then we don't have to go through this controversy and no one's talking shit about you tyoni dude did you see speaking of being choked out did you see fucking what's his name um Damn, who uh, was it? Alex Jones? Guy? Yeah, Alex Jones got choked out by Craig Jones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to find that clip, dude. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Then there's another clip where uh, Craig is talking about the the vaccine. Mm. And how, how he, he says that he says something like, since I survived HIV, I was able to. He says something. <laughs> like, yeah, I got to find it, dude. It's funny. And then, and then Alex Jones is like, Mine is blown after that because he's like feeding into all his conspiracy theories. <laughs> and that's how the frogs <laughs> got yep. turned gay. Yep. All right, bro. Fight announcement announced last week. Patty Pinlet taking on our boy, El Cucuy, Tony Ferguson. And then somebody tweeted this, bro. And I was like, you know what, man? You're absolutely right, bro. I'm on. I'm on. <laughs> Put all money on Tony, bro. Tony Ferguson is the type of guy to go 0-6 just to KO Patty Pimblett in the first and right off into the sunset. Dude, that would be a dream come true. Fairy tale ending <laughs> to an awesome career. I hope so. And I'm going to be watching that fight like all those people watching whatever it is that they're watching. Arachnophobia or whatever movie that was. Here's the deal, man. I, if he KOs Patty in the first, I don't think Okuu's going to retire today. Just of, course not. Going. of course not. Of course not. But it'll be fun to see. Yeah. All right, bro. Here's a fight announcement that we missed last week. Welterweight division trying to sort itself out after not having any fights announced. They're like, all right. All right, Chingasso's combat crew. We hear you. We hear you. Here you go. Sean Brady welcoming Kelvin Gashilam back to the welterweight division fight night December 2nd, bro. What you think? Yeah, remember Sean Brady good, supposed to take on your boy, JDM. Yeah. Which would have been a bang. That would have answered so many answers. So many questions, I'm sorry. But yeah. this is going to be a fun fight, dude. This will be 
fun to watch. So then, okay, and then right now, um, Gastelum is what, what's he ranked? I don't think he is ranked because wasn't he at one eighty five? Yeah, oh, yeah. he was at yeah. one eighty five, and then they sent him down. Okay. Oh, so he's oh yeah, he's lighter. Yeah. So now, yeah. Oh man, he's gonna be a beast, and I think he's gonna do well in this division. Remember, he did he did pretty good a couple fights ago. Who was he fighting? Uh, let me look him up. And I'm talking about Kelvin. Kelvin did pretty good in something against someone. And then he looked, and then he was supposed to fight uh, Rachmanov, remember? And then he got cut open. Uh, he fought Chris Curtis, unanimous decision. All right. Yeah, and before that then, yeah, he he uh, he lost to uh, Jared Cannonier. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's a good segue, Fonzo, because guess who we're going to talk about next? Jared Cannonier. <laughs> so Jared Cannonier also got offered a fight, and he signed it. So it's going down. Jared Cannonier, Roman Delizzi, December 2nd. So this is going to be on the same night as Sean Brady and Kelvin Gashley. So there's right. your go, and there's your main event. And I don't know, man. It kind of sounds, kind of sounds effed up, man. Because look, dude, this guy, I'm talking about Jared Cannonier, is on a winning streak, bro. Look at this. Seven and two in the last four years. Recently beat the current chap, Sean Strickland. Weighed in as backup for the Sean Strickland against Izzy fight. And his next fight is going to be against Roman Delizzi, who's ranked number seven. Meanwhile, Kobe, two and two in the last four years. No wins over an active welterweight on the UFC roster. Called the cops and got a restraining order on Jorge Masvidal. <laughs> also weighed in as a backup a while back. And now he's fighting for the championship. Does that seem fair? Or is no. that Dana White privilege, bro? Staying a white privilege, fool. That's what it is. I mean, and look, you, you all know, man. But it, it's it's actually a good move for Sean, I think, more than anybody. Because it, it really does Colby no good here. I don't think he's going to win. Um, You think he's just picking up a paycheck? I think so. But it's also it, it also... Um, it, it it's I think it puts uh, Sean Strickland in the best light right now. It, it's going to elevate his profile more than the Cannoneer fight would. You know what I mean? The Cannoneer fight makes sense because of what Cannoneer has been able to do and the fact that he's beat him before. And you can build a narrative around that to get people excited because, oh, hey. Watch that. Exactly. And that's the problem. You don't have the same eyeballs on it. So it makes sense um, why Colby's getting the tablet shot. I don't like it. I don't like the way it's being done, but I, I do understand that it's going to elevate Sean Strickland's. True that. Um, yeah. True so, that. you know what I mean? So, in, in essence, I can't be that mad at it. And this should be either like Roman Delizzi showing he's at the elite level or Jared Cannonier is just going to like Donkey Kong this fool back down yeah. the rankings. And, and hopefully, if he does, then that's going to earn him a title shot next. Launch him right away. Yeah. Then you're yeah. next, bro. You're next. Yeah. All right. Makes sense. Dude, check this out. You know, we've been talking about this fool almost. Like three weeks in a row, the bodybuilder Bradley Martin. So I can't remember who the name of this girl is. She works for UFC and she interviews fighters, puts up social media stuff for the UFC. And she's interviewing Sean Strickland and she brings up your boy, dude, Sean Bradley. So 
check out this. Who would win in a street fight? You or Bradley Martin? Who the f is Bradley Martin? He's 260. <laughs> Who's Bradley Martin? He's uh, big on social media. He's a really fit dude. Is he an MMA fighter? No, uh, no. I don't know this Bradley Martin. Yeah, but he's, if, he's 260. Bradley Martin, if you're here right now and I could get away with it, I would take your f***ing life. Oh. I would, <laughs> I would eat my I'd put my down and I would f***ing so take your f***ing life. And Bradley Martin, I don't know you, but Nina gave me a little backstory on you just to challenge people. Mother <laughs> I'm in Vegas. You show the f*** up, you little b <laughs> Sign a waiver. And we'll see how many bones we could break in your face. You're you so might, intense. Like if he was, if he was right here, yeah. and he was like, "Hey, Sean, I think I could beat you in a street fight." I would get up and I'd fucking backhand him like the little. <laughs> wow. Tell us how you really feel, Sean Strickland. <laughs> but I'm here for it. I'm here for it, man. Yeah, About time so someone steps up. <laughs> Hero, we need Sean Strickland. All right, bro. You know that we've been getting a little more and a little more into BKFC. Dude, Mike Perry been like a resurgence in his career ever since he switched over. Speaking and of BKFC, I just want to give a quick shout out though. Our our boy um uh Joe Hitman just just won another match this, this week. That's just right. Knockout. Yeah, he just ended up in a knockout, man. Congrats, champ. Whoop, hell yeah, Hitman. We're going to get that clip up for next week, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Forgot about that, man. So, yeah, right. dude, Eddie, Eddie Alvarez out here saying that he would love to dust the gloves off and get in that ring against Mike Perry, bro. That would Talk be dope. Islands, dude. That would be yeah. sick. I'm that down. Yeah. Take my money, bro. Take my money. All right, man, going down in, what time is it, bro? It's about lunchtime. Yeah. Yeah, it's clo getting closer to lunch. It's Sunday morning for us. You guys are listening to this Monday-ish or later on in the week. Uh, but in a handful of hours, who's number one? Gordon Ryan taking on Patrick Gaudio, main event. They got a couple tournaments going on and a couple other super fights that I'm Ooh. really looking forward to, dude. I mean, I mean – Anytime you get Gordon Ryan on the mats, it's going to be interesting, but uh, I'm not really too hyped for him taking on this Patrick Aldeo guy. Would have way rather seen him take on uh, our boy Mason Fowler, but whatever. Yeah. He's promising that he's got a prediction for the way this fight is going to end, and it's going to be uh, not only is the prediction over the top, but the presentation of the way he's going to present the prediction. I, Gordon Ryan is like the dumbest football jock ever i'm pretty sure it's gonna be like a, a paper crane <laughs> and well, it's, gonna, it's, it's gonna be one of those things where remember like these pick a number bro yeah that one two three whatever that's called pick a color <laughs> yellow all right now pick another one <laughs> we'll see we'll see dude we'll see uh but also going down tonight uh 170 pound welterweight tournament featuring Four heavy hitters, dude. These are all ADCC-level competitors. I mean, Mika Galval already competed in ADCC. PJ Barch competed in ADCC. J-Rod, ADCC. And Andrew Tackett, he's on his way. I guarantee you he'll be next year. Uh, if he hasn't won an ADCC qualifier. Dude, these are all youngsters, huh? Oh, yeah, they're all youngsters, dude. I think PJ might be the oldest, but this is going to be sick. And they already announced... 
the first round matchups. Dude, check this out. Mika taking on J-Rod. Remember we talked about Quintet a few weeks ago? Yeah. And J-Rod got his arm turned into Linguini, but he was able Shit. to escape. Yeah. So that's going to be a good match, dude. And then PJ Barch taking on Andrew Tackett should be fire, dude. PJ has been an established uh, B-team member for quite a while, been representing on the comp scene for a while. And Andrew Tackett, I think he's only like 17, 18 years old, dude. Just another one of these freaking little kids who's been training since they were kids, didn't go to school. All they do is jujitsu. That's his life. And now he's ready to make a splash, dude. So this might be Mika and Andrew Tackett in the finals. And Andrew Tackett took on Mika last second in a who's number one, maybe a couple years ago when Mika was on the, the juice. Yeah. yeah. And he is, couldn't. Is that when he got busted for it? Yes. A little bit later, like later yeah. that year, he got busted, dude. So yeah. Andrew was able to survive the entire match. I don't remember him getting Mika in any big, big trouble, but first the way jujitsu works is you survive, you survive, you survive, you survive. Once you're able to survive long enough, then you start attacking. And that's right. where Andrew's game is right now, dude. He's just going to have, he's got attacks from everywhere, dude. So this should be a really fun tournament to watch. So do you see any subs happening in, in this uh, first two matches? I don't, I don't think so, but we're going to see really good wrestling. We're going to see really good scrambles. We're probably going to see some sick genius back takes. If you do see a sub, it's going to be something amazing that's going to catch you off guard. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, the other tournament in this world, even lighter weight, 145-pound bracket, Yogo Race, Ashley Williams, super un – and again, dude, all four of these guys, ADCC veterans. All of them. Gabriel Sosa, Keith Krikorian. Here's the first round matchups. Keith Krikorian taking on Diogo Reyes. Ashley Williams taking on Gabriel Sosa. That matchup right there on the right, dude, Ashley Williams and Gabriel Sosa, that could be a finals matchup right there. Uh, for some reason, Diogo's just always able to do enough to win, dude. Like, you never think he's going to be able to do it, and he just does it, you know? Mm -hmm. Pulls out subs out of everywhere. Has really good wrestling. Really good back takes. Gabriel Sosa has crazy knee-ripping submissions, dude. So be very, very careful when you're going up against Gabriel. But Ash, dude, Ashley Williams, he's genius, dude. He's a G, super crafty on the ground. Uh, this one's going to be another good one to watch, man. All right. Dude, a couple weeks ago, uh, we had a major, major fight. You know, Rod Tank taking on Super Leg, Super right. Fight. But our boy Shot Tree, the 1FC president, just dropped another banger of a fight. Super Fight announced Super uh, – and again, special rules. You know they love doing those special rules fights. Yeah. I don't know if this is going to be like, okay, only this type, these type of strikes allowed? Or is this going to be like – Rod Tank, Demetrius Johnson, where it was Muay Thai rules one round, then MMA rules the next round, then Muay Thai rules again if needed. But well, this this says striking, so I don't think it's going to be any any type of MMA. So it might be certain strikes allowed. Yeah, or maybe um, like four ounce gloves and no knees or something. I don't know. I'm I'm looking forward to it, but it's going to be John Lineker, bro, taking on Liam Harrison. So we know we talked a little nice. bit about John Lineker, former UFC veteran. Uh, tearing shit up in one, but Liam Harrison, dude, he is 
he's a motherfucker, dude. He loves to stand and bang. He's known for his Muay Thai, body kicks, left hook, likes dropping people on their butts. This should be interesting. Uh, I'm a little worried about Lineker because, you know, Lineker just fought last Friday night. And he throws those just – he puts all his power into his shots, doesn't set him up, and throws yeah, those looping yeah. left hooks, yeah. right hooks that just leaves himself open, dude. So uh, that's what Liam likes to – he eats that shit up, dude. So yeah, this might it, yeah, it's, it's easy to pick apart if you if you're more technical and do straight punches. So. Right, exactly. Yeah. Perfect example of what we're talking about. Look at Lineker there on the left. Yeah, that's the signature just coming from that that wide angle. Right. Yeah. All yeah, right. That's... So we talked about uh, Tawan Chai. I forgot who he's supposed to fight, but they found a replacement, dude. Not a what. I've never heard of this guy, but he might be going out to slaughter. I don't know, dude. But the fight is back on. And, dude, I forgot that we did talk about Tawan Chai a while back. You remember we talked about a, a kickboxing match where a dude got his arm broke, like, in the third round, and it was just, like, hanging? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that, that was, was that oh, was okay. Tawan Chai's work, bro. He was the guy that broke that guy's leg or arm. So check out this uh, fight clip that I found, highlight reel of Taiwan Chai. It's that was that was that was due to blocking a kick, right? Yes. Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. Check out these kicks, dude. Did you Damn. see that? Yeah. Yeah. That he was right throws to the these chin. kicks like so effortless, bro. And they come the, from everywhere. Like he doesn't even. And that was just a flicking kick. It wasn't yeah. like like he followed through. It was like I'm gonna flick, and then it just oh, stopped at the chin, and then oh, put it back down. God. Hands. Look at his hands. Yeah. Look at that elbow. <laughs> yeah. But uh, this this next fight um, is gonna be kickboxing rules, so there's not gonna be any elbows, right? Ah, uh, there shouldn't be, but he can. But he Tyler still got them high kicks, bro. Against the Irish Muay Thai champion Sean Clancy. Pay attention to Tawan Chai's teeps and push kicks, and obviously the most important weapon in his arsenal the rear leg kick to the body and the head. Wins. Damn. Sleep off the back leg. Get that. Cracks yeah. the back leg. Oh, ass with those. Is it? Yeah, dude. Almost... We're in for a treat. And this yeah. is going down. Let's see. When is this? Next week? Yeah, we're going to be in for a treat next Friday, dude. So get ready, dude. All right, dog. Friday night. <laughs> Last Friday night, one chap, one championship brought us I one fight night. Main event. Step Cortex taking on Hom Sayo. Bro, I think you caught this. Yes or no? I caught some of them. I caught Stamp versus Hom Sayo. He. Um, I caught Samila Sandel. I caught that fight. And then I did catch as young uh, versus Wonder Girl. So, so yeah, I, I caught all those. The, yeah. I put the Chingasos Combat Crew seal of approval on the main event, the co-main event, and then the the opening fight of the main event, Zhang Jing Nan taking on Wonder Girl. Dude, yeah. that was an awful fight, man. Yeah. Like those strikes were just oh, like each one hurt, dude. Yeah. And then the Sundo fight, oh banger, bro. Banger. But I think that the show stealer was the, the prelims, bro. 
every yeah. single ended in a KO or TKO, bro. Every single one. I started watching starting with the John uh, Linker fight. Um, that's I didn't I didn't get to watch the other ones. I have to go back and then watch those. I was actually working a little late that day. Uh-huh. So by the time I started watching, uh, most of them were already were already. Uh, yeah, they, they had already passed. Okay. Yeah, so I got to go back and watch the rest of them because I yeah you were telling me how how good they were. You're definitely yeah, gonna I, go back and watch this, dude. I Everybody out there listening or watching, if you have not caught a one fight night yet, go check this one out. Um, I missed the Blake Cooper Maurice Abevi fight, but then I saw the Asa the Ten Pal Rambolek. I'm like, oh, dude, this guy's named Rambolek. I gotta watch this. And it was on, bro. It was on. So I gave the com- the Chingasos combat ca- combat crew seal of approval on all of these. We had one MMA fight, two MMA fights, three MMA fights, four MMA fights, and two Muay Thai fights, dude. Bangers. Let's go through some of these highlights, starting with Asa Tempal taking on Rambo Lick. Bro, this was a f- slaughter. This is a great way to start October. Check this out. Rambo Lick in the blue shorts getting his butt handed to him. Look at that elbow by oh, 10 pounds. Yeah. Spinning back elbow. Look at these kicks, bro. Ugh. Spinning back roundhouse. One, two, three, four. Follow with the flying knee. Dude, watch how 10 pal ends this. Look at this. Boom. Oh, man. Yeah. That was sick. What was that? A one-two that was a combo? One-two, yeah, one-two followed, yeah, with with a head kick. One, yeah. Damn. That was beautiful, man. One-two yeah. followed with a right, right leg roundhouse. Oh, damn. Yeah, it caught him all the way down. Sent damn. him to the yeah, graveyard, he's... bro. Nether, yeah, nether round for sure. He's out. He's like, where's my head? Yeah, dude. <laughs> Mauro Cirilli taking on Paul Elliott. This was an MMA fight, and I believe Paul Elliott was a uh, like a couple week coming in off off only a couple weeks. He just got the he got a late call, so he's a last second replacement. Uh, didn't take long for Mauro to make short work of Paul. Check this out. Look at these elbows from up top, and these are heavyweights, bro. Yeah. Look at how he just split him open with that elbow. Damn. And this was right at the end of the first round. So he leaves John Elliott, I'm sorry, Paul Elliott all jodido. And then second second round was about, so they were coming out for the second round and his arm was just hanging there. So I think he tore tore his biceps. Oh, shit. Or triceps, whatever it is. Tore something in that arm and her Dean called the fight. But, uh, dude, oh, those yeah. elbows were yeah, gnarly. They came out of nowhere because, look, here he's perfectly normal, perfectly yeah. fine. And then, boop, nope. That was it. That was it. All it takes is one. All That's it takes the tip is of the elbow right right above right above the, the – Kenny uh, Florian eyebrow. would be yeah. proud. Kenny yeah. Florian would be proud, bro. So here That's is crazy. another uh, MMA fight. This was Edward Foliang taking on Amir Khan. So I've been I heard the announcer saying that Amir Khan had been working at the uh wildcard boxing gym in LA with some pro boxers. And I'm like, cool story, bro. But this is MMA. So Foliang was like, 
yo, I got a barbecue. <laughs> right, so I'm out of here. Damn, that was a left hook from half. Yeah, look at this, dude. Damn. Boop, boop. Nah, he ain't playing. I don't got time to play. Yeah. What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, he's yeah, instant. It's like Folgers coffee. Folgers yeah, instant. so he had been piecing him up for three rounds. So this was like almost midway through the third. You know what I mean? And it was just a culmination of shots that Amir Khan could not survive anymore. Dude. Remember I called you out? I texted you. I was like, dude, there's a guy named Legatron. <laughs> Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy on the right is nickname is Legatron. He's taking on Dmitry Menshikov. And dude, Dmitry's nickname, I don't know if he has a nickname. His nickname should be bad intentions or like Dmitry, fuck you, Menshikov. Because every punch he throws, he just wants to take you out, dude. Check this out. He had no yeah. all hands, bro. And he even came yeah. out and won basketball shorts. <laughs> like, look, this guy's wearing basketball shorts from the 2000s. <laughs> yeah, he is. Look at these hands, bro. He dropped them three times. So you think you're watching a replay? No, these are three different drops. Oh, he got staggered a little bit there. And he almost made it out of the first round, but they honestly they could have stopped it after the second the second drop because yeah. he was on skates after he dropped in the second time. Yeah, those are some heavy, heavy hands. Man. Yes, yes. Every single shot was a power shot, dude. Yeah. Every single one. And yeah, ain't no pitter patter with him. No, dude. Legatron's <laughs> legs had nothing. Like he was eating them for breakfast. Like, oh, dude, I your leg kicks are like French toast sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, nah, man, it was bad. It was all bad. Uh, co-main event was Stefan Lohmann taking on John Lineker. I don't have highlights for this, but I do have punch stats for uh, John Lineker. Dude, check this out. So Stefan was actually winning the striking mat, the striking game for a while. Check this out. So Lohmann is in the blue part of the graph. And Lineker is in the red. So from the from the beginning of the fight, he was totally outpacing him, outgunning him. Right. Two minutes, five minutes, eight minutes. Look at this. At the end of the second round, he's way ahead. Yeah. And then it wasn't until the very end where Lineker drops him, dude. Yeah. Right at the very end. And uh, he didn't finish him, but he did outproduce him. So Lineker wins the fight. And we move on to the main. And... And just um, that that just want to go back because um, one FC, their scoring they score the, the 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 bout as a whole. They don't do round by round, so that yeah. was interesting too. I, I just remember that when I was watching it, I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. They don't do a ten point must system for MMA matches, so that was um, so the guys getting his ass whooped for fifteen minutes or fourteen minutes and fifteen seconds, and then. Puts it on the dude at the very end, you know, in some judges' eyes, that could win the guy the fight. If the other guy was only like pitter pattering the guy for the 14 right. minutes. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Because exactly. they might weigh those last 45 seconds as much damage as the previous 14, 15 minutes. Correct. Whatever. 
Yeah. Yeah. All right, bro. Main event. Stamp Fairtex taking on Seo Yihong for the interim. What was this? Lightweight championship or something? Yeah, and then uh, what's her name? Is that is it, it was um when that uh, I forget her name. She vacated her title, right? Yeah, yeah. So, well, she should. I mean, I'm pretty sure she knew she was gonna do that. Yeah. So why did she do that? Like Friday, so that way they would have known. Like, hey, this is for the strap because that's the undisputed now. Yeah. Right. Right. All right. So here we got. Uh, there's the third round. This is the very end of the fight. And it was actually a pretty competitive fight, dude. Because Fairtex got dropped in the first round. Yeah. And Ham probably messed up by following her. But, dude, check this wow. out. Stamp comes back and drops Ham with a body shot. And you can see that Ham just could not take it anymore, dude. And just goes down to her knees right there. Look. Oh. Yeah. So, Stamp becomes the undisputed. Oh, Adam Way. I'm sorry, not Flyweight. Adam Way champ. So, congrats, Stamp Fairtex. Uh, yeah, dude, that was Friday, Friday night. night fights, bro. Good stuff. So, we're going to get Friday night fights again this Friday. I want to keep so moving. So, tune in. All right, dude. We have one more fight to go over, actually. little preview here. Grant Dawson taking on Bobby Green next week. Well, at least we got some UFC to talk about, I guess, because we didn't have UFC this weekend for the know, first time in a while. So it was pretty cool. Yeah. It was cool. Gave us, gave us a chance to do something else. Right. And what was that? Bro, Canelo taking on Charlo for all of Canelo's belts, bro. This was Coming the press all. conference Friday. Check it out. Because I'm ready for whatever. I'm a lion. Mm. I'm a lion. Canelo mm. Alvarez. Mm. Just tune in because it's going to be a great fight. And I don't know what animal I need to say to be that lion, but <laughs> but uh, whatever. I'm that animal. <laughs> I'm that animal, says Canelo. Whatever beats a lion, that's what I am, loco. So it went down, dude. It went down for 12 rounds like everyone thought it was going to be. Um, but Canelo pulled it out, and he yeah. did. He's only the second guy to ever drop this dude. I think he dropped him in the seventh round with a body shot. Yeah. Uh, I don't have any highlights of the fight but i do have the judge's decision here so here it is let's check it out judges harold letterman or jimmy lennon reading the scorecards let's make sure the audio is on ladies and gentlemen after 12, 12 rounds round of action the judges are in agreement we have a unanimous decision here are the score totals judge of ringside steve weisfeld scores about 119 to 108 judges david sutherland and max deluca both scored about 118 to 109 all three in favor of the winner and still, the undisputed super middleweight champion of the world, Saul Canelo Alvarez. 
So I don't know if you know if you caught the logo on Canelo's shirt. You see that? BMC. BMC? Yeah. Yeah. Guess yeah. what that what is, that's an acronym. What is it? It's the Brandon Moreno, bro. Oh Viva Mexico yeah. cabrones. He even said it at the end of his interview. <laughs> that's what that's that's right. He did say that's that. Insane, yeah. I, you know what? I didn't put that together. Damn. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. We're gonna have to bust those out, man. Yeah, we are. Yeah, so that was it, bro. That was the last fight, last story that we're going to be talking about. Uh, dog, I want to start a new a new segment here. So I had so much fun doing the Raw Tank Superlek fight companion that I want to do it again. You know what I mean? Maybe not for a live fight, you know, but eventually for a live fight. But I want to do a fight rewind companion where we go back and rewatch fights that maybe we haven't caught or that we haven't watched in a long time. And okay. since we've been talking about judges and the 10-8 round and the Nevada State Athletic Commission coming out with new rules, I want to go over those rules with everybody. And then I want us to watch this fight and then score the rounds. I don't, I haven't decided if we should score the rounds and then talk about it at the end of each round or wait till the end and then talk about why we scored each round that way. But it'll be a cool little episode, cool little segment that we're going to start out. Uh, join us if you want. You know, it's not going to be streamed live, but it'll be posted up later. And uh, I'll let you guys all know. But, yeah, Fight Companion Rewind, Gray Maynard versus Frankie Edgar 1. Super looking forward to it. Hopefully all the boys can join us on Friday. Friday. <laughs> yeah, that's a wrap, man. Thank you, everyone, for listening and tuning in. Fonzo, any closing comments, my man? I uh, hope everybody has a great week out there, and uh, thank you for tuning in, and we'll catch you guys next Friday night. That's what's up. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Yo, Jeff, thank you so much for tagging me in the Bill the Grill Coopers post on his upcoming fight. That's just not a good weekend because that is the wifey's birthday weekend. As much as we would love to see Bill the Grill Cooper beat some ass in Santa Barbara, Probably not going to be able to make it. So hopefully they stream that and we get to watch it. So uh, thank you, Jefe. Everyone, thank you for tuning in. Check us out on social media, on Instagram, at C underscore Combat Crew, TikTok, CC Combat Crew for all our clips. Uh, thank you for tuning in, everyone. Stay tuned till next week. Fight Companion and a new episode dropping next week. Until then, Chingasso's Combat Crew out. Have a great week, y'all. <laughs>